Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Do you dream of being CEO of your own empire, running your own company, achieving your life's goals, yet wake up in a cold sweat, next to last night's takeout leftovers and a pile of bus ticket stubs? You are not alone. Like many others, you are suffering from a classic case of caviar dreams, tuna fish budget. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Barbuto. And every week, we'll be talking to influencers, trailblazers, disruptors, and risk takers who'll share their own journey to caviar dreams on a tuna fish budget. Side effects may include increased motivation, boundless happiness, and a fast track to success. Hello, caviar dreamers. Hi, caviar dreamers. How are you today? I am so excited. We have an amazing guest today. We do have a great guest. We have Jacqueline Herbert. She is a talent manager and celebrity fabulous agent. Yes. So if any of you want to be, um, if any of you are talented, I should say. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) If you you want to be. Unless you don't want to be. Unless you're talented. If you want to be an actress, if you're a model, any age group, they take everybody diverse, amazing agency. She is the top of her game and she's only in her 20s, late 20s. Amazing. Yep. She's killing it in the game. Oh, and there comes Joe. He's part of the Caviar Dreams. He's doing the air conditioning. He is stomping up those basement steps like no tomorrow. Yeah, Joe, slow your fucking roll. But anyway. (laughs) Today we have Jacqueline on who obviously is a talent agent. Yes. And, you know, you came into the talent, like in the entertainment space a little later. So I feel like for you, that was good because you were, you had, you were very self-assured. I always say you were yes. one of the most self-assured, secure people, both you and yeah, Joe, I was in my, that I, I, was, I was ready by the time I met Amy Rosenblatt, I was in my forties. So yeah. I came into the talent space in my forties. I had, well, I was a media talent manager. I was doing TV before I got on Housewives. So I was doing that. And Amy's been on the podcast. She Amy Rosenblum. A little different. Great. Yes, then it d- does different. I've never really had like talent management per se. No, not like a CAA or William Mars. Which, which I will, which I will. I think you should, yeah. Which I'm going to start doing that. Now, how did you... How did you feel? What was it overwhelming? I mean, though I had talent had? resources. I don't want to say I told resources, which yeah. gets me endorsements and bookings and things yeah. like that. Do you think... Um, it well, would have been better for you to have someone guiding you. And do you think there's times that you could have made better decisions? Yes, 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 absolutely. And I've had licensing agents. I'd have tons of, I've had business agents nonstop though. I've yes. always had licensing agents and those kind of deals. And they're great to get you deals and that's very helpful. But, you know, when shit hits the fan. No, you need an agent to be that for you. Because you cannot be 
the good cop and the bad cop. What? Wait, total off subject. We, Joe and I started watching Better Call Saul. It's hilarious. It's magnificent. It's the spinoff from, uh, but we never watched that, but it's the prequel. So I don't feel so guilty. No, better call Saul is amazing. We watched that way back in the day, but I I never finished it because you know me, I don't finish anything. Joe, that that Joe could binge watch. We watched three episodes last night. We're laying on the sofa and I was like, this is, I go, should we watch this? We watch it. It was so, I say I didn't finish it. Brian finished it. I've only ever finished Pose. That's the only show I've ever completed. And maybe vinyl. I've like, I could finish anything. Oh, I want to ask you another question. So on TV, obviously we know you very well as like a lifestyle expert and a media expert and you're on Housewives, as we all know. But if you and, were, a, and I'm a professional note. You are a professional note. If there was like, would you want to be a movie actress? Would you want to take a stint on Broadway? Like what in the end? Well, I have a very distinct like voice. Me, which I didn't realize till I got on Housewives. Everyone says, you know, when people first started saying, Marge, your voice is so annoying, but now people have learned to love it. Well, they still hate mine, so it's funny. No, no. I don't know how anybody could hate yours. I Everybody <laughs> in my family wanted your voice on our answering machine. I don't know. I've done a lot of answering machines in my career. Maybe that's my niche. Maybe, maybe I would have done acting. I mean, I, could I don't see think you doing voiceovers. Voiceovers. Well, which we used to say you would do the voiceover of a snarky baby. In of a, a snarky movie. baby in a Disney movie. <laughs> I could be like, you know, Stanley. Yeah, I could be like a little, you know, a bitchy little cartoon character, an evil villain. Ooh, I could see you as an evil villain. Yeah, I, I think I could definitely, I would have done acting or something like that. I think it would have been a lot of fun. Or I could have been a doctor because I'm a hypochondriac. You're a total hypochondriac. And you've also diagnosed yeah. people over the telephone across seas with illnesses I never knew existed. Exactly. And you've created I, a monster in me because I'm a, also a hypochondriac. Yes, exactly. I can make anybody into a hypochondriac. Even I can, the dog. Even the dogs. I mean, we have UTIs at the same time. It's unbelievable. Well, you guys have Munchausen by puppy. Munchausen by puppy, right? Bella? Whenever you oh. have, she has it. It's true. No, but I think I would have loved to do some kind of acting or definitely something on TV or hosting. Hosting would be amazing. Hosting yeah. talk show because I, I would talk love nonstop. To be like Kat Dealy, you know, like be a host for like America's Got Talent and things like that. Yes. I love shows like that. And here we go, and we're gonna have we're her gonna on, right and in. we're gonna have a lot of great questions for her, and she's unbelievable. Oh, she's so pretty. Oh, exactly. Hello. So thank you so much for coming on. We're so excited. I'm so excited to be here. You both look gorgeous. Oh, you look gorgeous. I said your voice is like Kate Chastain's from Below Deck. Did anyone ever say that to you? No, I've never gotten that before. Wait, where are you from originally? I'm from Chicago. So oh, from I, Chicago. The Chicago accent has come back ever since I moved back from New York. I love it. I love it. So wait, so I just want to say, you started, you know, your mother... You grew up with a mom, I just want to say, who was in the industry, right? Correct. Correct. She she was a TV producer. She used to work for Oprah before Oprah was Oprah. Um, So she got me in the industry at a very young age. So I I started when I was like eight years old. She would take me to auditions, flew me to New York, audition for the national tour of Annie. Like she was the stage mother. The Um, stage? Yes. So that's why I'm in this business. Were you in a lot of productions as a little girl? Yes, tons of musical theater. Um, and then I did like commercials and things like that. Um, but I love it. It's like the only thing that I would ever do is entertainment. 
I love it so much. So what made you flip from being in front and being, you know, the talent to managing the talent? So I moved to New York to become an actor and do Broadway. That was the dream. And then I, you know, was, I lived in this tiny studio on the Lower East Side and I, I like, you know, nice things. I always get my hair blown out, do my nails. The lifestyle just wasn't for me being a waitress and trying to make it as an actor in New York. It was very tough. Um, so then I got a internship in casting and kind of flipped on the other side where it was more stable and then, you know, became an agent and things kind of took off on that side. Um, so I flipped and I went from actor to, um, an agent. And I know you were very persistent in getting these internships. Like it wasn't just like it showed up on your doorstep. Wasn't like, you know, your mom was setting you up with connections. You literally banged on doors of agents to get your Oh internship. yeah. You know, during the summers of school, I would fly out to LA and I would intern for free. So, you know, I would work my ass off and not make a penny. So I really paid my dues and I went to school for acting. I was in a very hard conservatory program. Um, and, it, def it definitely didn't come easy. That's for sure. That's good. It takes perseverance to be in this. It place. does. It totally takes perseverance. So what was the first agency that you worked at? So the first like real job was Abrams Artist Agency in New York. Yes, I know Abrams Artist Agency. So I worked under Bonnie Schmofsky, who is if you know Bonnie, she's like the Devil Wears Prada. Like no, I mean just the name alone sounds like it. Bonnie Schmofsky. <laughs> Bonnie Schmofsky. I can just sure. imagine. <laughs> what? You you don't mess with her. She's a shark, and she kind of took me under her wing and showed me everything about this industry. Um, and she has all the kids, so all the kids on Broadway, um, all the Dora the Explorer, all the famous kids. That's that's her wheelhouse. Um, so that's where I started. I love that so, so much. So now tell me what, so the agency that you're now, tell us the name of the agency you're at now. Right now it's 10 Management. And we're 10 Management. We're transitioning. It's going to be called 10 Talent Agency because before it was just fashion models and now we're doing everything. So we're doing actors on camera, influencers. Um, so it's a boutique agency, but we represent talent all over. So we book globally. I know. So, and, and they're based out of Chicago. Correct. I love that your roster is so diverse. You literally have people of all ages. Um, you know, it's a super, super diverse range of, of like backgrounds. You have makeup artists, hairstyles. You have everybody. Was that really important to everyone at your industry? Because I think we it's our power uh, our power formula of girls and gays yes girls and gays, yes exactly gays. girls and glamour gays we love that <laughs> so was that like important to you guys to have a very diverse portfolio yeah so the owner of the agency david sanchez when i came in that was kind of his thing he loved having everybody all different types and then being able to service the client where we're not just giving them a model we're giving them a full team so they only have to go to one place to kind of get the full package. And then also because of COVID and, you know, production, it's so hard now to shoot and be on set. So we also now have an in-house studio. So they can get everything from the photographer to the makeup artist to the talent to the set. So we can kind of do everything for the content creation for the client. I, yeah, I, that was a smart pivot. That was a smart pivot. I'm so sorry. My landscaper is so loud. I don't know if they're cutting <laughs> down trees. I don't know what's going on here. So we might have to talk about it. So tell me, like, what is, so say you're getting an act. I'm sure tons of people come to you. I'm sure there's hard conversations. Mm -hmm. 
you know, the, the criteria when someone comes to you to make, to make them bookable. So it's valuable. Listen, everybody's in it at the end of the day to make money, to grow the person's career. So what are the hard conversations you have to have? Obviously the person has to be talented. You know, someone thinks that they're the cat's meow, which is dating music. Here they come. So how do you have these conversations? How do you know when someone's ready, you know, for 10 talent, you know, the 10 talent agency? Now it's more than just talent and it's more than just looks. You have to have the full package. So you have to have the personality. You have to have the drive. There are so many different factors that make somebody bookable. Also the market, they have to fit the clients that we're working with. So they may be, you know, so talented and so wonderful, but they just don't fit into what is hot right now or what we're currently booking. So it wouldn't make sense. We don't like to sign people who are just going to sit on the board and not work. So our job is to make you work as much as possible because, you know, we make money when you make money. So that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the full package and somebody who's hungry and ready to be flexible. You know, if you have a full-time job and it's a little bit hard for you to to have that flexibility to go on castings and make things work, then it's not right for me. That's yeah, then it's, then it's not the right job. So do you guys also do, like, endorsements and things like as well? So we're not a PR agency, so sometimes people get a little bit confused since we do work with influencers, but I mean, I, I book on Good Morning America and The Jam and, and The Today Show and things like that, but that's only because I have those connections. It's not, you know, it's yes. that's not my main thing. No, no, that's yeah. not your main thing. But like when you work with influencers um, and, and working with different influencers, do you get them partnerships? Yes. That's, so that's the type of thing you do. Partnerships. Um, and then what we like to do, we don't like to do anything for free or for trade. I know there's so much out there in the influencer world. Hey, I'll give you a free sweater, or, you know, free beauty products. We really like to stay away from anything that's for trade because all of you, you know, should be getting paid. It's advertising. Um, so we like to quote, you know, the highest rate for what it is, what the usage is. So if it's just social, if it's, um, banners or uh, billboards, we need to make sure that you're being protected and you're getting the highest rate for what it is that they're getting. Now, how is how is an agency fee normally done? Is mm -hmm. it just like a person, you, ju you just work on a percentage, no one has to pay you a retainer? Correct. So talent agency is pretty straight across the board. So it's going to be 20% for non-union and 10% for union jobs. You don't have to pay a retainer. I think PR is different. You have to pay like a fee. Yes. Uh, yeah, we're not like that. So it's we only take twenty percent of your bookings, non-union, ten percent union. Yeah, for actors and things like that. So tell me, like, so I mean, influencer. You know, when I was younger, obviously there was no such thing as influencer. There was yeah. no such thing as Instagram. Influencer came on the market so so strong, and so many people want to get into the influencer game. Do you think like it's gotten saturated, or do you think it's still growing? That's a very tricky question. It kind of came on very fast and now it's very, um, there's just a lot. And I think we're all kind of navigating it together and kind of see, okay, what's sticking and what's not. Um, usually a lot of talent agencies don't do influencers. Um, and I think I was one of the first people in Chicago to start this. And then when I was in New York, I wasn't doing influencers either. But then I started signing a lot of people off reality TV. I started signing people from The Bachelor and from other shows because they have such a good look. And they kind of fit the market. They're, they're very commercial. Um, and then they would start getting these brand deals. So then I started just kind of taking them on 
naturally. And that's kind of why I decided to start it. Um, but I think it's going to be around for a little bit longer, but something's going to change. I, I, we're definitely turning into video. So I think, you know, stuff's going to go into YouTube and I know TikTok is here. We'll see if it's going to stay, but I think there's going to be a change. Yes, I think, so. mm -hmm. I think so too. And I think people have to differentiate themselves. Mm -hmm. you know, there's like, I feel like there's a bunch of bikini influencers. Yes. And, you know, I think people have to differentiate themselves. And I think their personality has to shine through and everybody has to have a point of view. Well, that's exactly it. Like when we're signing an influencer, there are so many people out there with, it, like exactly like you said, they have a great body, a great look, tons of followers, but that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for somebody with a voice and a brand. Um, and they have to have three, you know, we always say you have to have three pillars. So who are you? What are the three things that, that set your brand? Is it fashion, lifestyle, beauty, entertainment? What, what's your space and what's your voice? Um, and so it's not, I'm not looking for people who have millions of followers. I'm looking for people who are very specific and know who they are. Has it been more difficult? Because 2020 has seen a major yes. change in social climate. Um, you know, it was very fun to be an influencer, I'm sure, in 2019. And post flippantly, but this year, the way people post and the way people present themselves and the way agencies <laughs> manage has become a lot more difficult with the kind of social responsibility. How have you helped your talent navigate that space? So it's, within the past month or two months, it's definitely a learning experience for all of us. I mean, my biggest advice is just to listen and kind of step back a little bit. Don't say anything unless you have something to say. Um, so I, that's the biggest thing is really just having conversations and listening and kind of taking a step back. So that's been my biggest advice because you have to be very careful what you put out there right Woo! now. Yes. Crazy. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's, it's a very big cancel culture right now. And um, people get very much on the bandwagon if they don't agree with you, and and they and they want to get rid of rid of you very very quickly. So I think it's a very careful navigate. Uh, I was just on the phone with my network, and I'm so sorry. That's why we got started late. But we're talking about going back to filming and how we're going to navigate COVID, and it has to be so careful, and people have to be so responsible because so many people aren't responsible. And I'm very lucky that our network is super yeah. responsible, and our production crew is, and everything else. How, how have you, has it been just so hard to have book business and, and work with clients through this pandemic? Yeah, so we're trying to figure that out together. Every casting director is handling it differently and every production is handling it differently. I think there's, there's definitely less casting. So everything's self-taped for the most part. So that's another thing that I have to deal with is teaching my talent how to do a proper self-tape at home. Lighting, sound, all of that before they could even see you as the talent. Um, and in terms of being on set, it's going to be much smaller production. So you might have to do your own hair and makeup. Um, there's a limited amount of people that can be there. So there's definitely a change. Um, there, it was very quiet for a while, less bookings, but things are starting to pick up. We're in phase four now. So, you know, they are having people back on set, but doing it very safe. Um, lots of rules, regulations, things like that. I know. So what do you, so with, so you're all, I mean, you are very young, which, and you've risen to your career, the top of your career very, very quickly, which, you know, I find so, so impressive. I want you to give, you know, some advice 
to other people are trying to get into the industry. When you're when you're talking to people, you know, so many people want to be an actor, an influencer, or whatever it is. Say, if they don't, or if they can't do that, they could pivot, they could work in the entertainment field somehow. What kind of advice do you have? Because we always say we're very entrepreneur real. What's your most real advice that you could give to somebody looking to get into the industry? So for me, it's all about connections and networking and just having confidence in yourself. If you believe, genuinely believe that you can do anything and that you can find your way if you just do put in the work and talk to the right people and navigate it, then you're going to be successful. Um, you know, like I said, I, I hustled, I, I did things for free. I tried, I took as many meetings that I possibly could to learn. I sat in classes. Um, nobody told me to do that. I just took it upon myself to go sit and watch casting directors do the work so I could learn from their point of view. So I could be a better agent. Um, so you just have to put in the work, have the confidence and network your butt off. So anyway, it's been so hot out. It has. It's been almost 100 every day, and I cannot take it. I know. I've been so sweaty. So I was like, what deodorant am I going to use? Because all well, my other deodorants, I've been using Secret this, that, da, da. But I was like, I was like, I got to switch up my deodorant. So you know what I did? What did you do, Mach? I switched to Native. Oh, I love Native. Obsessed. And everybody knows that I smell so delicious. So I got the coconut vanilla. Joe loves the scent of it. You know why I love Native? I was always a big fan of spray deodorants because spray deodorants are huge in England. But Native has such natural ingredients. It's vegan. Bella will be very happy. It's not yes. tested on animals. And other deodorants like actually block your sweat yeah, glands. I, this doesn't. You know what? I believe in natural products, especially now that I'm getting older. I don't mm -hmm. want anything blocking my sweat glands. Especially when it's so and close when, to your boobs. You know, I believe I always read the labels. Yes. I read the label. It doesn't have aluminum in it, so it's not blocking your sweat ducts. I was so happy about it. The products are all natural. It's so important to me, especially now that I had a boob lift and your mm -hmm. arms are close to your boobs. That's right. And it smells great. And I've used it for a few weeks and I'm sweating less and I smell better. I it's, love it. I'm shocked. It's unbelievable. No, I it's just love really it. really good. It's great. I, I am so happy to be using it. Me too. I like all the different flavors too. They have so many different fragrances. So not that I eat my deodorant because <laughs> you might think I do. <laughs> <laughs> like it's ice cream. They have so many different fragrances. I know you like the coconut vanilla. I, I love anything coconut and vanilla. I actually did the eucalyptus because since coconut, I've been feeling like very eucalyptus scent. I've needed some mellow scents and it smells so good. Really fresh. And they have so many great scents. I am so obsessed with just everything about it because it's natural, because it doesn't have the aluminum that blocks your sweat ducts, because it's vegan and it's not tested on animals. Native is such a great product. And do you ever so close to your body? It's in your armpits and it's going into your system. So anything I could do to be healthier and to have a natural, healthy deodorant that smells great and then you're, and then you're blocks the odor and you're sweating less. Yeah. And I the performance is good. Yes. I couldn't believe it. By the way, 
I was a skeptic. I'm not going to lie. Cause mm -hmm. I was like, this is all natural. I'm not into it. It has been working great on me and I'm a perimenopausal girl and I'm a sweater. You sweater and you smelling good, Marge. And I am smelling fresh. Listen, there's a reason why so many people love native. And if you go on the website, if you're a skeptic too, you could see there's over 14,000 five-star reviews. Yes. 14,000 five-star reviews. So people are really into the native as well as us and it's risk-free to try and it's free shipping also. Free shipping. And for all our listeners and viewers, that's right. We have a little special offer for you. So you guys need to do what we did and make the switch to native today. You're so going to go, smell fabulous. You're going to. So go to native do D E O.com slash caviar C A V I A R or use promo code caviar at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's native D E O com slash caviar or use promo code caviar at checkout for 20% off your first order people. I think that's great. Use the caviar code because that's probably the easiest thing to do. 20% off. It's amazing. You're going to love this deodorant and I'm really, really picky with deodorant and you Joe, know, I, Joe knows there's a certain scent I love and I'm very fragrant and it matches my perfume. It's fabulous. You guys are going to love it. I love that. I love that you sat in on casting so you could provide the best talent. That's such a small I know. That do. is. That is. So we also ask, um, what like was the defining moment in your career? Like a real moment where you had to pull up your big girl panties and like just get out there and make something happen that you were either uncomfortable with, afraid of, or you just had to do? I think working for Bonnie was one of the hardest things I, I've ever done. I'm going to look up this yes. Bonnie. Just, um, just for the listen, Bonnie, yeah. what is it, Bonnie Schmofsky? I hope Bonnie she watches um, What kind of hair does she have? I had a, you know, probably an anxiety attack every single day, hit in the bathroom. I mean, this was like the real deal. Um, <laughs> Love that. I had to fight through it. You know, I'm not, I'm not a quitter, so I wasn't going to quit the job. I was going to push through. And I came out. So much stronger on top. And I Are you guys still friends or you're like over oh, her? She's my best friend. She's invited to my wedding. She's my mentor. I she love that. I hated her so much at the beginning. I was like, this, I fucking hate this lady. But now she is literally my everything. And she, she, you know, she always stands up for me for casting director. She connects me with the right people. She's just amazing. I love that. So she wants to see you grow and she wants to help. That's so amazing. So Bonnie Schmofsky, you know, is really a girl's girl, even though she's broad. I, I love it. So tell me also, we have one other thing that we always say. Now I'm drawing a total blank. What's, oh, wait a minute. The Marge. The Marge. Oh my God. Cra <laughs> crazy. Because by the way, I just took like a Mucinex. I've had coffee and no other else today. And um, a boob lift and I'm medicated. So, and no food. Not that I look like I'm missing a meal. But with that being said, I always say I'm 50% delusional and 50% determined. And I feel like that's how I became successful. But in my head, I'm never really successful. I'm like, I think I'm like playing house. I can't believe I have a house, let alone a husband and kids and all the other bullshit I have. Career. And a TV career. So yeah. what part delusional are you and what part determined are you? Oh my God. I'm probably 50% each way. You too, 50% oh, yeah. each way. I believe it. Yeah. I, I think you have to be crazy in order to be in this business. Uh, totally. <laughs> And I definitely, you know, crazy. And but I think that's what makes us so successful and so driven and determined because you have to kind of think. I don't know. Oh wait, I have two shady questions for you, which I need to ask you. Which I felt. Um, who in this industry do you feel is overrated? 
who's not that talented and overrated. I could be a model, influencer, actor, whoever. Who's overrated? Okay, well, I, Taylor Swift can act. I think she's an amazing, you know, she's an amazing songwriter and singer, but she cannot act, so I hate that she's in movies as an actress. <laughs> what has she even been in? Yes. She, um, something Valentine, I don't know. She's been in a few, she was in Cats, I think. She's been in a few oh, movies. Oh, yeah. Cats, that, terrible. Yeah, well, she could sing in Cats, but she can't act in Cats. Okay. And who do you feel is underrated who's not getting their due course? Who's not, like, getting, you know, who's super talented and is just not appreciated? That's, well, actually, Adam Sandler, I know he's loved, but people don't consider him a good actor. And I've always loved him, and I think that he should – people laugh at him and think, oh, he's just being himself. But I think he's a pretty good actor. He is. Uncut Gems. Oh, that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Fantastic. By the way, it made my skin crawl so uncomfortable. His acting, I thought, was great in it. It was it made me so anxious. I want him because I know a ton of people like that because that was like yeah, New York, New York, and uh -huh. New York District in the era when I was in the Garmin Center, and I knew so many people like that because it was just a few blocks away. So I was freaked out. <laughs> so I want him to kind of be recognized for more of his acting versus just his, you know comedy in himself so wait any influencers we want to throw under the table that i don't think are good or that yeah. i yeah yeah i don't care that have too, either way that, that, that are too, too big for the britches that have become too big for their britches <laughs> i love to know that stuff oh my goodness ah! i'm normally not shady like this but now oh, i'm just no, i don't know i'm just i'm just curious because i feel like you have such a great professional opinion Thanks. and so many young girls i met a young girl this weekend who i who i happen to like and at a party, and she was like, I want to become, a, this was very funny, she was like, I want to become a bikini influencer, and, uh, and I'm like, and she's asking me advice, like, I've fucking been to bikini, <laughs> I actually, I told her, follow Lindsay, I gave her, like, a list of people, following. she's showing me these girls who are, like, basically, like, down low hose, and I was like, okay, that's great, I was like, but she looks like a fucking porn star, and, yeah, what and then she's like, my boyfriend wants me to go on fans, only fans, or whatever, and I go, said no! No, no. And then we were like at this big house, this big mansion at a party. I go, you see this house? I go, you go on OnlyFans and start showing your cooch? You never get in a house like this. I go, FYI. I go, where's your boyfriend? I saw him over there. I'm not going to say his name. I'm like, you, over here. I go, was he a pimp? No, I go, you? Don't ever tell this girl to go on OnlyFans. I go, you're out. I go, I'm going to tell her to break up with you. I go, you're a fucking loser. I was so vicious about it. But so, you know, these young girls... Like, I was like, buddy, but I was so hard. I was like, these young girls don't know. I mean, I was so appalled because she had such a, she was such an adorable young girl. And, and you know, she's her stupid boyfriend. Oh my gosh. No, we actually had to drop people because we found out that they were like porn stars or doing weird apps and things. I mean, it's you know, bizarre to me. Like, I get people look great mm -hmm. in bikinis and they sell bikinis on like sports and illustrated swimsuit models. Like, I have so much respect for Chrissy Teigen. She has like built such an amazing brand. She's licensed she, product team. Yes, um, she's a, she's the best. She's hilarious. She's, she's smart. So funny. She's everything. But and she's my yeah. John Legend. Exactly. But now, like, what is what is a bikini influencer? Like, what are they influencing? What what do they bring into the table? What is that? such thing as a bikini influencer. I mean, maybe they're a model who gets some brand deals, but I would never sign somebody who's a bikini influencer. 
I actually have maybe a maybe a salty question. Um, so oh, sorry, Jacqueline, but I just feel like because you know so many things now, we're like no, getting. I just naughty. want to talk about uh, Kim Zolciak and the Beerman girls, who I think are gorgeous girls. But recently, Kim Kim launched a uh, salty swim, which is doing really well, and they have like lip kits kind. It's of adorable. Similar, it's like, I mean, I can never wear one of those bathing suits. I want to. But I mean, that's why I got my boots have lifted. Had, like a crazy transformation that they almost seem all their bodies look alike <laughs> or that they might all be the same person now i'm not quite sure and all the same age um how do you help like your talent navigate like their appearance like do you have to tell people hey don't look like a freak to like fix this or hey whoa no mm -hmm. more fillers i mean we have a contract where you can't change your physical appearance without talking to us first oh good good well, what happens, it, one time I booked somebody on set, it was a guy, and he ended up showing up on set with a diff, with different color hair. So I got a call from the client being like, what the hell is this? Who is this guy that you sent to me? Like, it wasn't the same guy in the pictures. So we could get in a lot of trouble if they my neck look like a different don't tell us. Um, so you can't, you, we have to put a tight leash on them because of that. Also, we always say if you change your appearance and it's a $1,000 decision, because then you have to get all new pictures, a new portfolio, and that's how we market you to clients. So if you look different, then you have to invest in new pictures. Um, what does someone hmm. need to come to you with? If someone wants to be represented by you, you know, there's the time, you know, the old tale from when I was a young girl, like, oh, you have to invest in a whole portfolio. You need all these pictures. Also, like, what does someone have to bring to you? So because we're a boutique, yes, you definitely need a nice headshot in a portfolio in the lifestyle in the fashion lifestyle space but if you're kind of brand new and we see something in you we also can develop you ourselves so we can set you up with the right photographers create a mood board and start building a portfolio for you we don't do that with everyone you just have to be the right person for us to really invest our time and develop you I love that I love that so this was so good Jacqueline you were so informative you were so helpful you are so smart and I mean, you're so young. You have such a huge career ahead of you. I mean, even bigger, even bigger than it is already. And I mean, you're not even 30 years old yet. Soon? What? I'm almost there. You're almost there. You're getting <laughs> married. When are you getting married? It was supposed to be in November in Cabo. Lindsay oh. Pushing it to next November. So it's that's that's okay. That's you're okay. Do it. Do it. You're right. gonna do it. Yeah, you're gonna do it and do it right. It's more time to plan and do fun stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And you're my favorite housewife. Oh, thank you so, so much. I love that. I'm so appreciative. Thank you. you really well, well, we have to get together. Normally, we go to Chicago a lot. We had to cancel. Yeah. That's when COVID first started. We were going to Chicago. Uh -huh. And we canceled the houseware show for business. Uh, we do the International Houseware Show because we're in licensing. And, and oh, that was like a disaster. And that's when, that's when it all started to go downhill. That feels like an age well, ago. Bring Lindsay, I'll take you to I'll Coast. bring baby Lynn's. Yes. I call it baby Lynn's. We'll yeah, be bringing her. everything and we'll, we'll have fun. I know. Well, this was so pleasant. You're so beautiful. Thank you're you adorable. So Thank you. And you're so smart and talented and you have the oh. best advice for anybody getting in the business. And where can everyone find you? Yes. Oh, Jesus. Talk loud. The freaking landscapers. Damn them. <laughs> Instagram is oh, I can't hear you. Talk. Go close. Go ahead. Instagram is at Jacqueline Sage underscore. That's probably just the best place. At Jacqueline Sage underscore and the agency. Does the agency oh, have an Instagram? Management. So Wait, say it again. Say it again. Sorry. Pen management. 
I think it's just it, at one zero MGMT. Great. One zero MGMT. Just in case the landscapers want to screw up anyone <laughs> at all. I know. Jesus. They never so come on time. I mean, the landscapers never come when I want them to come, and now they're here. No. And we'll have your bio and headshot <laughs> on our website, too, so people can find out more about you and read about you there. And yes. And only if you're talented, contact Jacqueline. Yes. We don't want to let anyone down. Yes. Only kidding people. <laughs> If you're not talented, you know, she'll send you walking. Yeah, All well, right. squash your caviar dreams. Well, so squash your caviar dreams. <laughs> caviar dream is only kidding. We love you all. If you're not talented, you know, you'll you probably not listen to us anyway. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Love you. Thank you, Jacqueline, Thanks, Jacqueline, so much. Have a good one. We'll call you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you. She's great. She is great. Jacqueline was great. What great advice. Yes, she was fabulous. She gave great advice. She, and again, the subject of having an amazing mentor and a tough woman, which I guess it's true. Like, it's tough to work for a very tough woman who's an agent. But if you have an agent, you want them to be tough because they're fighting for you every day to get you paid what you deserve and get you the best job. I know. I realize I only real not that I don't love women and not that I don't love men because I love men, but I no, love men I for different things. And to, no, because you know, we adore them. I like the sex. Yes, exactly. And I'd like to be married to one and you know, that's fine. Sometimes I like to be married. Yeah, sometimes. And maybe we should just bang men and like be married to women. But I think that all the time. You know, my mom told me to do that when I was a little girl. She said to me, I don't think you should marry a man. I think you should have a baby and just marry a woman because they're much easier. And maybe that's like you and I are kind of married day. because you yeah. and I shop together. So we're together. So we eat a lot of meals we together. We have a good marriage. So we maybe do. it makes mine more tolerable. Exactly. That's the way I feel. And I feel like Joe confides in you a lot. So He does. It's like he has two wives. He, he does. Well, three because three, we have Lynn's. baby Lynn's. It's true. He, he always got us, right? He's, Joe doesn't need a therapist because he has me and baby Lynn's. I know. It's absolutely crazy. But Jacqueline is so, I think she was so great. She was fantastic. Very honest. And I think she has a huge career ahead of it, you know, beyond And she's this. so young, and I and love it. And they've navigated and pivoted this really weird time. I can't imagine how hard it would be to be an agent now, like booking people, being responsible for your talent. Like, you know, it's a, it's a rough time. It's hard enough being responsible for yourself at this yeah. time and making sure no one else gets sick. It's true. And also making sure that you're saying the right things. That was I mean, and then we have the men coming up and down. Hi, boys. <laughs> I know. They heard us talking They heard us. Uh-oh. Crazy. All right. Love you all, Caviar Dreamers. Keep dreaming. Love you guys. Keep dreaming. Keep Thank dreaming. Thank you so much for all your support and for keeping listening and subscribing on YouTube and on iTunes and Spotify and wherever you get your podcast fix. We really do appreciate taking this journey with you guys. Bye. Bye.